Should we get this thing started? Thank you for tuning in to Muse by Mariah, the podcast, where we dive deep into discussing mind, body, and soul. Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in to another episode of Muse by Mariah, the podcast. Today we are going to be talking about healing your inner child and some of those wounds that may still be open from your childhood well into your adult life, how we can find these, how we can connect with them, and how we can continue to heal through them. So if you're not familiar with the term inner child, your inner child is your child self from your past. As we get older, it becomes part of our own subconscious. It holds our emotions, our memories, our traumas that we experience in the past. We all have an inner child, whether that is stemmed from love and support and happiness, or it stems from trauma, emotional abuse, and negativity. Our inner child is a huge reason we are the way that we are well into our adult life. And with wounds that are still opened from that childhood, you can use that inner child wound and have it affect the relationships that you create while you're older. Another point of view of your inner child is the forgiving, free-spirited part of us that still feels and experiences life as a child. So I wanted to get into this topic because I have probably been working with my inner child for about a year now. I always knew there was some situation, some emotional trauma that I experienced as a child, and I have started to notice as I date that a lot of those insecurities and basically characteristics of myself kind of stems from what happened in my childhood. And you can take as much time as you want, but this is one of those instances that time does not heal all. And you actually have to work through these in order to kind of counteract what you were taught as a child. So I met with a shaman Yeah, actually probably exactly a year ago because it was my birthday last year when I had, it was March of last year when I had first been introduced to her and I have seen so many therapists in my lifetime. I think I'm probably in double digits right now, 10, maybe 11, definitely more than 10. Um, And I have not found anyone that I've ever connected with. I just feel like that form of help has just not helped me, whether I haven't found the right person, but I am not like willing to go through another trial run ever with a therapist at this point. I've gone through too many to keep going, but I met with a shaman and I don't even know how I came across her. I think I ended up Googling it for some reason and she came up and she is an older woman. Her name was Eileen and she just had such an amazing soul. Like just immediately I connected with her. And after 10 therapists, I've never felt the way I felt before. And I've seen psychics. I've seen mediums. I've seen those other forms of spiritual communications, spiritual therapy. And they 
all help in other ways, but this was a completely different experience. And so what I was expecting is usually, you know, when you go into a therapy session, right? They want to talk about like what's happening now. Why are you feeling the way you feel now in the present moment? She, Eileen, the shaman, wanted me to go back to my earliest memory as a child and talk about the emotions that I felt as a child. And I was like, "Mm, like, why are we going all the way back and doing this? Like, I don't really know if I want to do this. And I like broke down after our session. We met for two hours. I cried all day long, like literally all day long. I was crying. I could not stop crying about like just diving deep into my childhood. And I was like, oh my God, like all of this stuff that I thought I was okay with in my adult life, I am realizing that I am not. And there are still a lot of open wounds that I need to work through. It was in that moment where I realized that a lot of the relationships that I was choosing to have in my life stemmed a lot from what I was surrounded by and taught growing up as a child. And I was a little bit iffy about doing this topic on my podcast just because I was raised in a home where I never had to worry about my next meal. I never had to worry if there was going to be a roof over my head. I never had to worry if there was going to be clothes on my back. However, it was a little bit of a broken home. I saw some things that I would never want any child to have to see. And it was a rough 14 years of my life um, until my parents separated and they got divorced when I was 16. So it was a awkward stage between those three years of me being 13, 14, and then when it officially happened and then everything after that. And after the session, how like broken I felt going into all of this stuff that I've put aside for years and years and years. And I'm finally talking about it at, I was 20, about to be 23 then I'm 24 now and doing a year's worth of this work. I feel like first of all, healing is a never ending journey. So no, I have not healed all of my childhood wounds in the past year that I've been doing this, but yes, I'm actively on a daily basis, working through those steps. And I can now acknowledge triggers of stuff that I realized happened to me in my childhood and it affects me in my adult life. And one of the biggest things is the partners that I choose. I feel like I become very attached in relationships. And I think that's because I was missing some form of emotional connection and support as a child. And I would just rather be alone. So I felt like that has pulled into my adult life and I'm working through how to positively be alone and to recognize these warning signs that I'm being triggered in my current relationships. So why do we do inner child work? Why is this a thing? And it's to recognize and reflect on our childhood in both the positive and the negative aspects. So not everyone has a shitty childhood, but there might be some inner child work that you need to work through. Maybe you're um, emotionally unavailable. Why are you emotionally unavailable? What is triggering you to be detached in your relationships and your partnerships? Do you have social anxiety? Why do you have social anxiety? Is this something triggered through your childhood? Are you insecure? Does this have something to do with your childhood? Did your parents ever compliment you and tell 
you how proud they are of you and tell you that you can reach for the stars and do whatever you want to accomplish in life? Is that why you feel like you can't do anything now because you never had that support? So it's so many different aspects and everyone's situation is going to be completely different. And the only thing that I can do is provide my personal experience and you can take what resonates. So a lot of times the trauma carries into our adulthood and you don't know that until you actively acknowledge it. We deal with our inner child wounds as an adult because if we're not actively working on healing them in our current present life, this can be blocking the blessings and manifestations that we want. So if you're thinking, okay, I went through some shit as a child, but like, what is this inner child? How do I connect with them? And one of the biggest things that I've done is I've, I've always been a major Harry Potter fan. If you know me, you know, I love me some Harry Potter and the 20th reunion that came out on New Year's Eve last year ruins me. Okay. I cried for hours after that, but a big thing to connect to your inner child is to revisit things from your childhood that made you happy. So I use Harry Potter as an example because I grew up with the books. So when the books started coming out, I was reading them as they were coming out. When the movies came out, I watched them as they came out. Like I was consistently in it and reading it now as an adult and watching the movies now as an adult, I can reminisce on the feelings I felt as a child. And Harry Potter was one of my escapes from life. I literally was like, I can tune out the whole entire world when I'm reading a Harry Potter book. None of it matters. The fighting in the background didn't matter. The constant like negativity I was surrounded with did not matter if I was reading a Harry Potter book. So reading it now as an adult and feeling more content and more stable in my life, I can almost feel like I did my inner child right. Like now you can read it and enjoy it and it's not just an escape. And I could remember like it was yesterday if my parents were like screaming at each other, whatever I was going through, something in the house, all I needed to do was pick up a Harry Potter book and like everything was fine. So reading them now and watching the movies now, I actually, for the first time, I think I talked about it on, oh, I did my positively grieving episode with Paulina in the new year. I'm trying to take myself out on um, dates by myself just to spend time with myself and do things that I've never done before. So if you didn't listen to that episode, what I said was in February, I took myself to a Harry Potter movie in concert And it was Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows Part 2 with a live symphony orchestra playing during the whole entire movie. And I bawled my eyes out. Like, it was such a validation to my inner child. That day, I bawled on the way home. I bawled when the movie started. I, I literally just cried all day. It was just such a beautiful experience to connect with her and her being my inner child. Another example that I do yearly, sometimes we do it multiple times a year is I go to the softball field with my dad, which has a lot of positive and negative emotions that come with it. But now 
the first time it was kind of hard to go back to the field because it brought me back to a lot of the negative things that I felt playing the sport and not I love the sport, but just the feelings I felt as a child and that my parents made me feel in the sport without getting too much into it. And it took a few times in going back to the field to finally be like, I validated what I went through as a child and now I can do this in my adult life and feel happy doing it with the person who triggered me. Something that you can do to connect with your inner child, which is actually what the shaman had told me when I met with her a year ago, is to write a journal entry about the earliest memory that you can remember as a child and to pick out like a younger self picture of you. You might not necessarily remember that long ago, which is okay, which is the purpose of this journal entry is to see how far back you can remember and to really dive deep into the wounds that you need to heal for your inner child. So that is going to get us into how we can heal our inner child wounds. And the first thing you can do is to write a letter to your younger self. And what I did was I apologized for not having the resources that I did back then. Obviously, I was younger. I wasn't going to have this big brain full of knowledge, you know, but to know, I basically validated to her that she did everything that she could in that moment. And it was so freeing and I still have it. And I look back on it every so often. And I actually, there's an app. Oh my God. What is it called? I think it might honestly just be right to yourself.com or something. And you write a letter to yourself and you can choose the time increments. I think it's one year, five years, 10 years. So I have a 10 year one currently and I do a yearly one and I write a letter to myself, to my future self, um, which basically, if you think about it, is your inner child as it's continuing to grow. So that's another platform that you can use. Another, it's kind of like an anxiety relief, stress, um, depression relief that you can do is to just hug yourself. And I know everyone can take a minute out of their day just to give themselves a hug. And we all need a hug. This actually, it flares up some emotions and hormones in your body to release that anxiety and that stress. And there's an exact hug that you can do called the butterfly hug, which is when you hug yourself, you cross your arms across your chest and then you link your thumbs together and you just lightly flap your hands on your chest. And that's called a butterfly hug. And lastly is doing mirror work. So there's a lot of things that you can do for mirror work, but the main purpose that we do this is because you look in the mirror and you take some time to really reflect back to you and your inner feelings about yourself. And we do this because the purpose of it is to develop self-love, self-care, and to create a more meaningful relationship with not only ourselves, but with others. And I I say this all the time, and I'm pretty sure I mentioned it in the last episode, but if we don't love ourselves, we can't love other people or we can't show them the correct form of love. And the easiest way to do mirror work is you just stand in the mirror, you look at yourselves, and you can say five positive affirmations every single morning, every single night. I am strong. I am happy. I am content. I am ready. I am determined. I am powerful. And you just keep repeating those selves and you're internally building your self-confidence and 
your affirmation should reflect on some things that you want to work on with your inner child. So let's say you didn't know how, or you still don't know how to correctly express your emotions, right? You can say in the mirror, I am actively working on being a better person and being more in tune with my emotions so I can be a better person to other people. You can only begin to heal your inner child when you acknowledge your inner child. You have to validate what happened, the good and the bad, and you have to try to identify with the trauma. And in this instance, sweeping it under the rug is not going to work. So just continue to be patient with yourself and your process because healing is not linear. It is a never ending journey. And this podcast and my website and everything that I do is like we're doing it together. This is my journey too as I continue to work through these things that I've learned and I've been instilled in since I was younger and trying to re redo kind of my mindset on a lot of things. So thank you for tuning in to another episode. It means so much to me. If you don't follow me on Instagram, please make sure you follow me at Muse by Mariah underscore. And yeah, I have been getting so many amazing messages from so many people. And honestly, when I tell you I cry reading every single one, I I literally cry reading every single one. So like this page just means so much to me. And if you make it to the end and you hear me saying these words, just know I appreciate you so much. 